ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to the Magic Kingdom. To all who come to this happy place, welcome to Uncovering Disney Magic. My name is Zach, and I'm here with my wife, Rachel. She's a travel agent with the company Small World Big Fun, where they make big fun easy. She specializes in Disney destinations all around the world. Together, we have a combined 50-plus trips to Disney destinations. So now we invite you to sit back, relax, and let us help you uncover the magic. Welcome back to episode 27 of Uncovering Disney Magic. My name is Rachel. I'm here with my husband, Zach. And we're back. (laughs) Yeah, so we took a little bit of a a hiatus. Uh, Thank you for your patience with us. We've been a little bit busy trying to do some stuff. Yeah, so um, for those of you that don't know us personally, um, we have some news. Um, We are expecting our first child, Um, so we've been a little busy over the past... Month, month and a half. No, we've been a lot of busy. We've been a lot of busy. (laughs) Um, And that's just one of the things that we've had going on. So um, for that, um, we're expecting our first um, due in the middle of January. Um, So we've been doing a lot with the nursery and a lot of stuff around our house getting ready. Um, But also, uh, over the past month, we've been traveling a lot. Uh, Rachel was in California for for some training. Um, at Disneyland, I was in California a week after that with my mom doing a trip, and we just got back a few days ago from Disney World on a trip. So we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about that. Um, we're gonna skip over our trips from Disneyland, but we're just gonna talk about this trip that we just had yeah. this past weekend. All right. So our trip to Disney World this past weekend was 25 hours long, and our shortest it one. It was to our date. shortest one to date. Um, we decided about a week and a half before. So, okay, I guess we should give, we should give everybody the whole, the whole thing. So my sister, my little sister is, um, an employee of Walt, of the Walt Disney Imagineering Company, I guess. They're all kind of technically separate entities. And the project that she most recently was working on and completed was the Skyliner. Um, so my parents went down for a long weekend to visit my sister and ride the Skyliner with her. And me in my ever, whatever, stage of fear of missing out was like, well, what the heck? I want to go and I want to ride it too. So we decided about a week and a half before travel that we were going to show up. There was a Southwest flight out of Cleveland at like 6 in the morning. And then my parents were coming back on the Sunday morning flight at like, what, 10 o'clock in the morning. So... We were like, okay, we'll just, we'll do that and we'll just wing it. So we booked a room, didn't link it to my Disney experience because I'm friends and family. We both are friends and family with my parents and sister on my Disney experience. So they would have seen that Zach and Rachel have a room, would have ruined the surprise. So we got up at 3 a.m., 3.15-ish on Saturday morning, drove to the airport, got on a plane, and got off the plane all before I think my parents and sister were awake. Sure, <laughs> so, so we 
took an Uber, which I've only Ubered. That was the second time ever in my whole life using Uber. So Ubered from Orlando International Airport to um, Art of Animation, where we were staying. But we took a detour because the Uber guy got lost. So we like ended up at Hollywood Studios somehow. Yeah, no, it was in, so our Uber driver um, didn't speak English very well from being in that part of Florida. And the first time we went by the exit, I knew where we were going. And he didn't speak up. And, and, I, was, like, and I was sitting there up. thinking, I'm like, well, if I say left, is he going to know what I mean by left? Or is he going to look That's at me like, huh? racist. Can you even, like, say that? <laughs> racist. I don't know. So, anyway, so we get to Art of Animation, and our room wasn't ready yet. Not a surprise to us at all. So, we dropped our bags at um, Bell, Bell Services. Services. And we went over to the Grand Floridian because a family friend of ours who is a family friend turned client of mine was traveling this week. And so they had breakfast at Grand yeah, Grand Floridian at 1900 Park Fair. So we showed up and we sat in the lobby like creepers and we surprised them. And then my parents, like my whole family was ignoring me. I sent a group text they to my family. Me. And I was like, all right, family. Where is everyone? What are you guys doing? What time are you going to ride the Skyliner so you can FaceTime me so I can ride it with you? And what response did you get? Literally, no one responded. But your dad texted me asking how work was going. Yeah. So, oh, that was the other thing. (laughs) Zach was supposed to be at work, but Zach switched weekends, so he wasn't working. And so, he's like going back and forth with my dad. And I'm like, seriously? Like, no one's going to text me back. Okay. That's all right. That's fine. That's how we're going to do this. So... We surprised my friends, and then we knew that my parents were at Magic Kingdom because they had fast passes there and breakfast. So we took the monorail over to Magic Kingdom, and we just kind of like waited them out creepishly before their second fast pass of the day. So they were about to get on the Tomorrowland Speedway, which I didn't ask them how it was. Actually, I got distracted because so we were camped out on this park bench, and we were just sitting and sitting and sitting and sitting and sitting and then we saw them walk over and so I walk up and I like just join the family like I'm just standing there now my dad is all about like personal space and personal comfort so I get like right in his bubble and he doesn't acknowledge me at all and so Zach gets on the other side of him like we have completely crowded the one person that's like whoa hey whoa personal space invasion and he doesn't acknowledge our existence at all So finally, they were about to use, like they were, my sister was about to tap her band to go in the, in the fast pass line. And I'm like, well, you guys, I can't let you go on the ride without saying hello. And my dad turns around and if I swear, am I going to get in trouble on the, on the, yep the iTunes? So he's like, what the H-E double hockey sticks? And my mom turned around and she's like, what are you doing here? And I was like, I'm here to ride the Skyliner with you guys. And then my sister, who sometimes doesn't always like me, she was very happy that we were there. So I got to like hug everyone and it was just so exciting because I love surprises and they had no clue that I was coming. And then it was just super great. Yeah, and then your mom looked at me and was like, wait, aren't you supposed to be at work? Yeah, Zach's and I was like, like really hung up yeah. on that. He really, he's very hung up on that. So yeah, it was a really great surprise and they had no clue that we were coming and we played it off super great. And so I was really excited about that. So we didn't have fast passes that matched theirs, obviously, because we couldn't make anything. We also couldn't make any dining reservations. So 
um, they went to go get on their um, Fast Pass. And I was like, well, you know what? I would really like to have a turkey sandwich from Be Our Guest. Like, I don't know if that's a thing that's going to work because we don't have reservations. But let's see what happens if we just showed up anyhow. So we show up and I said, hey, are you guys accepting standby um, seating? Just walk up. Walk up. Thank you. Today. Um, because we don't have reservations. And the lady's like, well, how many of there are you? And I just said two. So she's like, yeah, that's fine. Go right ahead. So we seriously waited like five minutes. Well, we waited about five minutes to get in line inside. Oh, that's true. We waited about 15 minutes to place our order. Yeah. If you guys don't use um, pre-order, order ahead, whatever it's called. Not mobile ordering. That's different. You have to go on my Disney experience, like on, on DisneyWorld.com on the computer to place your order. And you have to do it like 48 hours in advance or something goofy. It's very strange. I don't know why they don't tell everyone to do it because it would just save so much time for everyone. So we placed our order and then sat down. And then there was some very strange situation where the little magic rose wasn't working with the computers. And so they, like, didn't know that we were there. It was weird. We waited, like, 30 minutes for our food, which was very strange. And so finally I made Zach stand up and go find someone to tell them um, that we hadn't gotten our food for, like, a half hour. And so they brought it, like, two or three minutes later. And they were like, oh, so sorry. Did anyone see you? And we're like, no. No one's ever sat us here before. So it was just a very strange situation. What did we do after that? Well, we... We knew that your parents, or they went on Little Mermaid, but then they had fast passes for Splash Mountain. Oh, yeah. So we watched them go get drenched at... Which they really did. Yeah. That was... Unfortunately, I mean, it wasn't that hot out, so it was kind of like a... It was pretty warm outside then. Was it? Yeah, it was in the upper 80s then. It was warm. Okay. So, anyhow, we went over to uh, Splash Mountain, watched them get soaked, and then we took the bus to Caribbean Beach? Yep. Right? Okay, so I guess maybe I should have written some of this down. But there, the main hub for the Skyliner is at Caribbean Beach Resort. And there are three separate lines that all start or end, I guess, at Caribbean Beach and go to different places. Would you like to discuss the different places? Right, so there's the three different lines that, that start at Caribbean Beach. Uh, one goes to Disney's Pop Century and Art of Animation Resorts. Um, it connects right in between both resorts on, um, I believe, is it Mirror Lake? No, not Mirror Hourglass. Lake. Hourglass. Hourglass Lake. Um, the second one goes from Caribbean Beach to right to the entrance of Hollywood Studios. And then the third line goes from Caribbean Beach, uh, stops at the middle at the what will be the Riviera Resort when it opens in December. And it continues on to Epcot at the International Gateway entrance. Yeah. So we rode all three lines there and back. And we got off at every stop, partially because you have to, and also partially so we could check out the station. So the first one that we went on was from Caribbean Beach to Hollywood Studios. That was pretty short. It was like four and a half minutes. I don't even know if it was that much. I think it's the shortest of the It is the shortest, but I think it was like four minutes or something like that. Now, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't do heights. Sometimes I get claustrophobic and I get motion sick real easy. So, 
I was pretty much putting on a brave face for my little sister because I knew that this was something that she was really proud of. So I was like, okay, I'm fine. So we get in the gondola and there were five of us and it wasn't super crowded. So we got to ride just the five of us. The, each gondola fits up to 10 people. Now that's 10 small people. If you're 10 of well, me, you're probably not going to fit. You would fit. You just would not be comfortable. If you say so. Well, I guess maybe not 10 of you. Like, you could... Okay, it holds up to 10 is the what it says. But I think if they tried to put 10 Zacks in a gondola, that's not very nice. So, um, there were five of us and it wasn't super crowded. So, we got to ride by ourselves. So, if you are a little bit nervous about getting motion sick... I would recommend facing forward so that you're like moving in the forward direction as opposed to sitting backwards and moving. Um, So that's what I did. Um, At first, I was pretty nervous. I was gripping the bench and everyone was making fun of me. And they're like, you okay, Rach? And I'm like, "Hmm, no, I don't think so. But then I calmed down. It was a little bit breezy, so we swayed a little. And I was like, okay, all right, if we're going to die, this stinks. Um, but we didn't, so that was cool. Um, but we made it to Hollywood Studios. I thought the Hollywood Studios station was really nice. It was a little bit smaller than I had anticipated just because of all the construction, like how big the construction area was. It was small for what I figured that they would try to make it bigger since it is a theme park stop. Exit, right. So, like, if I had to predict of all the stations, I would say that... Art of Animation in Pop Century should be the smallest one, which I believe it is. But I feel like Hollywood Studios is probably right right there with it when it comes to yeah, size. Yeah, it might be the same size. Yeah. But, so there was a bit of a line there. Now, you have to get off Correct. at the Hollywood Studios. Now, it would make sense that unless you're like my family and you're just riding it to ride the thing that you would get off. But in the event that you were just riding for the sake of riding, you do have to exit because the doors stay open as it's turning itself around so they want you to get off so um we probably wait we waited like seven minutes seven to ten minutes yeah not even um not a bad wait at all i mean it's a continuously moving ride so by definition it should just keep loading um so that was that was really painless um so we rode back to caribbean beach then we rode the Riviera Epcot line. Correct. Correct. Okay. You don't talk about that one? No, I mean, I guess there's there's not much to say with regards to that. I will say this well, one... Well, the Riviera stop, you can stay on. Correct. Yeah, you do stay on if you want to continue on to Epcot. But I will say this one probably has the most... It, it is the longest line. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes about 11 to 12 minutes, I would say, um, from from Caribbean Beach to Epcot. But I will say this one probably gives you the best views of them all. I mean, you do have some views of of at some point where you're going over Lake Buena Vista Drive where it's kind of like, oh, whatever, we're just going alongside a road. But you also get some really cool views of the Riviera Resort of on top of Caribbean Beach. So you go right over top of that resort and then also you get some views of Epcot that you wouldn't get to see anywhere else unless you were on this ride. So you do get to see um, the back of World Showcase of the back of France. So some stuff that maybe you wouldn't expect to see anywhere else. 
but it's pretty cool getting to see it. It's hard to explain. So, what do you di- mean? Like Disney people like us, we enjoy seeing like, oh wow, this is what actually goes see, on behind. I guess I felt like I had a different opinion of that. Like to me, so we took a tour. When did we take the backstage magic tour? Three four, years ago? Four, three years, four ago? years ago? And so there's a portion of the tour where in Magic Kingdom you go into the Utilidors, which is the underground um, networking system that Magic Kingdom has so that cast members can get to and from places without going through different lands. And I guess I kind of felt like you walk into that Utilidor and you are still on stage. Like that section of the Utilidor is still where guests go so they have it like it's a little bit different than a true utilidor well they yeah they still bring people down in that area now we're not we didn't get to see the utilidor underneath Tomorrowland, right so it might be a little different right so i i guess i just kind of feel like that because because guests go down there it's a little bit different than what other parts of backstage really are and so I was surprised a little bit that they didn't try to. I guess the, there's not much you can like do. The only mask it, the clean only, it up. I don't know. Well, the thing is, they're building all the new yeah. stuff in France, so you can't really hide I, the construction. I, yeah, but you can. I mean, they hide construction How? all the time. Not from Put above it. Put an umbrella over it. I don't know. Tent, circus tent, something else. I don't know. I just, I was surprised a little bit that they didn't clean it up a little bit. And maybe that will change as, oh, I've, I've, as it goes through, I but believe, I'm I not believe, sure. I believe whenever France opens up their the new Ratatouille ride and the new Crapery, um, it's going to look like you're actually going through France, or maybe they're going to put up some uh, some giant trees or something that's going to hide that. But right now you can't really... Maybe they'll make it smell you, like baguettes. You can't really put a bunch of trees in an area that you're still doing construction in because you're just going to ruin the trees. True. So that could so be I'm something still voting down, for a circus tent. down the line. I, I believe they will do something about it. It's just yeah, right I now. guess I just kind of felt like even with the landscaping at the stations, like you could tell that they were like, oh, we put this flower bed here. I guess we got to put something in it. And then they didn't. <laughs> well, the, it just kind of no. The, I noticed, like in the Riviera, um, in the in the station for there, they they have a bunch of flower beds. It's just not everything has grown in yet. Yeah. I mean, the stuff is, and I mentioned to your dad that it's like, well, remember what this looks like now, and then two years from now, wait till you see yeah, how it's, it's all grown cool in, and bushy, and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, everything's new right now. So a lot of stuff has to grow in. A lot of stuff still has to be built. I mean. Whenever you go through the Riviera Station, you get to see the Riviera Resort. And currently, it's two months from being open. True. So there's still a lot more that they're they're going to do there between now and then. Well, let's it's save gonna that because we went to Epcot first. Right, we but we still passed it. I know, but then we got out. Right. So, okay, so we went all the way to Epcot. And we got off at the Epcot Station. You have to get off at the Epcot Station uh, because the doors stay open during the turn. So they don't let anybody um, stay on. So that was, like Zach said, definitely the biggest station. They had two lines there, but they kind of like merged at the end. Well, I think the the second line was for the handicap. So if you're going up in a wheelchair, there was a separate. Oh, okay. I thought there were two separate, like just two entrances, Uh, like pick whichever line is shorter. Okay. Nope. So, all right. So there's my my bad. There's a handicap entrance. So, uh, oh, should we talk about that? We can at the end. Okay. So we 
like got off at the Epcot station and we're like, oh yeah, this is a nice station. And then we got back on. Um, so then when we, we went from Epcot to Riviera and then we got off at the Riviera stop instead of just staying on. So, um, yeah. You want to talk about the hotel? Did you Not really. I mean, I, 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 it opens December 16th. So there's a up to 40% off Disney visa card member discount for the beginning of next year. It's a beautiful hotel. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, I mean, it's it's what Disney's trying to pitch is the, I guess, the maybe not the newest Grand Floridian, but it is that caliber of hotel where it's not going to be their flagship, but it's going to have the same type of amenities, except it'll be in the Epcot Resort area. Right. Um, instead of having the monorail to Magic Kingdom, you're going to have the Skyliner to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Now, one thing that we did notice or that we all kind of acknowledged was that when the gondolas are full and from either coming from Epcot or from Caribbean Beach to Epcot and the Riviera Resort guests are trying to get on the Skyliner and all of the Skyliner gondolas are full, they're probably going to be pretty huffy about that. So my hope is is that they kind of, you know, walkie-talkie over and they're like, hey, load two and leave one open or, you know, load all of them, but only load them with five or, you know, something like that to kind of alleviate. I mean, you're paying a lot of money to stay at that that resort. It is a deluxe if villa level resort. Amenity. Yeah, for that perk, you know, to have your own stop right at the hotel. So... I hope that that's something that they have kind of in their heads. Because if it's not, that sucks. Like, I mean, so that that was a concern that I had. So I guess we'll see how that plays out. Um, so then we went back to Caribbean Beach and we rode the line to Pop Century and Art of Animation. Why did we walk around there? Uh, at Pop Century? Yeah. Well, we wanted to their... Their station has a clear dome over oh, yeah. the top of it, so you can see a little bit of what goes on on top of the Skyliner as it's pulling into stations and stuff like that, so okay. you get a different view. Okay. Uh, yeah, because that has, like, the wave top, like a glass wavy. It was a glass dome. Top. Okay. So then we rode back, um, and then we, well, my parents and sister had a dining reservation at um sebastian's bistro for dinner and we didn't really invite ourselves they invited us we said that we didn't have to come with them on account of there's a a big difference in table between three and five bodies but they were like no it would be so great if you could join us so we did (laughs) we weren't super hungry uh because we had just eaten be our guest like three hours before that but we did anyway um what is the the theming of that restaurant is it it's a, like it's a caribbean, caribbean yeah it's a southern caribbean I, I guess i don't know how else to i mean it's a what lot did of, you get i had i had i had caribbean jerk uh spiced chicken wings and i had a crab cake my mom got it was like a try three it was jerk chicken pulled pork and coconut shrimp we got some sort of beef empanadas and rolls. I think my sister just got jerk chicken. Yep. But I mean, it was a lot of that kind of stuff. Very good. Um, a little bit higher price point than I think I was anticipating. Um, so I don't know that I would pay 
that like I guess my thing is is I'm, if I'm gonna pay that much for a crab cake, I'd go somewhere else. Yeah, I agree. I, would be my thought. I think my chicken wings were like twelve dollars or something like that, and I got six. Yeah. So I mean, that's two dollars a wing. That's all I was expecting. Now the sauce was very good, but if I'm gonna get wings, I'm probably gonna go somewhere else and get more in for less expensive. Sure. So yeah, that I mean definitely would recommend. Now it was interesting because when we first got there. Um, my sister checked in because the reservation was under her name and she said, well, we're actually going to have five, not three. And it's not often that we have, and it wasn't even like a negative experience. It was just an awkward cast member guest inter- interaction where the lady was like, oh, well, we can't do that. And they usually, it just, it doesn't happen. People don't, in Disney, and maybe just because I don't ask for anything, like, totally off the rocker, and I didn't really feel like that was off the rocker, so it was like, well, we can't accommodate you. Uh, The reservation was at 5.30, so it was like, well, we can't accommodate you till like, 9.45, and then it was, well, if you just wait, we can accommodate you at, like, 6.30 or 6.45, and so we all just crammed ourselves into a booth instead, and it wasn't a big deal at all, but it was just really interesting that instead of going, you know, can I just you know, leave you here for one second. Let me go figure out some tables or something. She was like, oh, no. It was weird. Just a weird thing. Okay, your turn to talk. No, I wasn't in there for that, so I really didn't get to... Yeah, but we already talked about dinner, so you can talk about something else. Well, what did we do after dinner? We went to Epcot. Okay, so we headed over to Epcot after that. Uh, did we take the Skyliner over there? We did take the Skyliner. Yeah, that's right. We, we walked, walked to the Riviera Station. We walked to the Riviera Station, so we walked uh, through Caribbean Beach, and this is whenever we learned about the if the the Skyliner is full already, like you have to wait until one is either open or half empty, something like that. So we did get in there, um, took it over to Epcot, and we were planning on going to walk around World Showcase a little bit, uh, check out the Food and Wine Festival. Um, But whenever we got inside, Epcot was... Now, this was Saturday at 7 o'clock, 7.30, and Food and Wine was very crowded. It was Um, Food and Wining. So we decided, uh, we're not going to really mess around with all this stuff, but we still wanted to see... Um, which just opened up was which was called the Epcot Preview Center, um, hosted by Dis- Walt Disney Imagineering. So that is in the Odyssey Building, which is in between Test Track and the Mexico Pavilion. Um, it's kind of out on the lake a little bit. It used to be um, a pavilion that hosted events and different things during um, all of the, the festivals. festivals. They have great bathrooms over there. So. We went in there, um, and as soon as we walked inside, we saw that there was this show about to start, um, which was in kind of a 360, uh, 360 theater. theater, which is standing room. Um, and then they had a, a little model that was in the center, but it was all, it's hard to describe, it was illuminated by projections. Yeah, and so was, it, uh, there were projections on the model in the middle, and then there was a 3D video or I'm sorry, a 360 video a, that was playing right. around you. And, and holy crap. So it was about a 12-minute video, but it was all the stuff that's coming to Epcot over the next few years. So it started everything um, from Spaceship Earth being redesigned to the new Guardians of the Galaxy ride to the multiple different shows coming to World Showcase. 
Um, I think there was something in there about the space restaurant coming soon. Yeah, Milana. Uh, the play, the play pavilion that's going to be coming soon. So there was a lot of stuff and a lot of information they kind of just throw out, throw out at you. But they do it in a way that they get you excited. They get you excited for it. So there's a lot of music, a lot of lights, a lot of magical pixie dust. I mean, it, they did a really, really good job with that. I. I I'm, For I was somebody very that was so skeptical of all of the changes being made to Epcot, I, I still am. His face was pretty intrigued. But the thing is, it's like I hope this isn't the best thing that they have coming as this pavilion. I hope they follow through and make it as exciting as they say it's going to be. So I hope the finished project. I have is... a hard time believing that you're not going to think that the Guardians of the Galaxy ride is totally. Phenomenal. I guess we'll see whenever it comes out. I, I, I don't want to say this is going to be amazing until I get on it. Zach has... He's so skeptical. The thing is, is there have been things that... Yeah, so, okay. So, we decided not to do food and wine because we were really full anyway. And then... Um, but fireworks weren't until 10. And at this point, it's only like 8.30, 8.45. we've been up since 3. And we have been up since 3 a.m. And I was like, I mean, we're going to do it. We're going to stick to it. And Zach's like, I'm hungry and football's on. Let's go to the ESPN club. And I'm like, but I don't want to walk all the way to the boardwalk and then all the way back. Because we were able to snag fast passes for the fireworks and then walk all the way back to the gondolas. I'm like, my feet can't handle that. And he's like, no, it's okay. We can just skip the fireworks because I heard on the internet that they were terrible. I watched them later. Face palm. Face palm, guys. So we were were like, okay, fine. No, oh, one other grievance that I wanted to air about the Epcot Pavilion is that they had on display these really cool shirts that I really, really wanted one. And I couldn't find one anywhere. So if anybody has an extra... Or an additional, I don't want to say extra, extra large, because I'm not a double XL. An additional extra large t-shirt that they have lying around their house. Send it to me. I would like to wear it. Any Epcot shirt? No. The black one with all the little rainbow dots under it. Okay. I like that one. Long sleeve or short sleeve. Um, I would like to wear that. So, but they didn't have any for sale, so I couldn't buy one. But I would have spent my money on it for sure. Um, so we were walking, we walked through World Showcase and back out the International Gateway and we noticed as we were walking out that the Skyliner was stopped and we're like, oh, that's a bummer. Well, you know, it was interesting because we were really looking forward to taking the Skyliner that night. Back to Art of Animation. And especially just to, just so we could get a feel of... How can the Skylander handle the crowd of everybody leaving Post after fireworks. the fireworks? Like, right. will it keep moving? Is it going to be a 45-minute wait? Something right. like that. So we were going to be looking forward to that experience. Right. So, and this is where we had a great deal of debate here on how we were going to discuss this part. Because it would be irresponsible of us to not discuss this part. But go figure about three, four, or five hours after we were finished riding the Skyliner... There was an accident on the Skyliner, one of the lines. Um, do you, you can go ahead and say that part because I'll 
So, so what happened was at the Riviera station, one of the one of the gondolas. Um, I wouldn't. I don't want to say became detached from the line, um, but it kind of it never reattached whenever it was coming out of the station. So it never got pulled up the hill. I guess See, you can and say. And this is why it's hard because we weren't there and we don't understand and Disney really hasn't released anything official and there were all these different blog sites that are like this is happening and this is happening and this is happening. We do know that there were four gondolas. There were four gondolas that bumped into that, each other at the station. And no one was hurt. Correct. From these gondolas bumping into each other. And the Epcot Riviera Caribbean Beach line that we discussed earlier came to a standstill because there were four gondolas knocked into each other at the Riviera station. So, yeah, it's indefinitely closed right now. We don't know. I mean, we have no information, nor does anybody else. So we want to be very, very careful and very respectful of, you know, what's actually going on or what's not. Um... But yeah, I mean, that was a very interesting situation because the people, so we were walking by and they cleared all of the people out of the line. we were walking by because we heard them And so I'm like, well, this is interesting. Let's go sit here on this curb <laughs> just see what's going on. So I walked over, you know, they cleared everybody out. A lot of people were crabby, which kind of made me irritated. Now, mind you, I'm 25 something weeks pregnant. I've been up since 3 a.m. And my little sister was on the team that built this thing. So all these people are griping and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, hmm, I'm going to punch you in the face. I don't like you. Mm, I don't like you either. Hey, all those people paid a lot of money to stay <laughs> No. No. Die. So <laughs> I was mad. I was very mad. And so I'm like, okay, we're just going to like hang out for a little bit and see what's going on. So the cast members informed us via fancy microphone headsets that um, there were buses shuttling people from the Boardwalk Hotel to Pop Century, Art of Animation, and Caribbean Beach, which is are the three hotels that were not being serviced because the gondolas were not in action. So I'm like, okay, that seems pretty reasonable. So I go up and I said something to the lady. I was trying to bait her, but I didn't do a very good job because I was like, if I want to go back to my hotel, should I go to the front of the park and get on a bus or is this going to open soon? Because we didn't know what happened. Like nobody knew what was going on. We knew that there were people up there, but we didn't know like why there weren't, why people weren't moving. So... We sat there. We sat there for a long time. And there were a couple of cast members that walked up with cases of water. And then there was a, a, is it a paramedic team? Yep. That walked up with a stretcher. And so we thought that something happened like at our station. So we were like, holy moly, okay, this is not good. You know, but, you know, like hopefully that person's okay and they get their medical attention or whatever. So... Zach was finding something on Twitter, and then whoever was parked outside the Riviera station was finally able to get a picture of the four um, gondolas that were together, 
and all that kind of stuff. So the story kind of unfolded and by like 12 o'clock at night, I was just so over it. You know, all of the, the inaccurate reports and all that kind of stuff and all the speculation of what was going on and all that kind of stuff. But if I can say one thing that we saw firsthand is that the cast members that were working were doing their absolute best to keep everybody calm and in like, you know, optimistic. It wasn't like they were, oh my God, this is just terrible. Like they were, they were doing their very best. So shout out to all those people that were working. You guys rock. Is there anything else you'd like to add to that part? Nope. I'm going to keep my mouth shut um, until I get a full statement from Disney. I am going to keep my opinions to myself. I made him say that. Just so he, everybody knows, I made him say that. Because that's, like, just to jump up on my soapbox for, like, four seconds. That is something that really annoys me. Like, we saw so many things that people were, were reporting that it's just, like, how do you have any clue what's going on? Like, you have no idea. So, I'm hopeful that they get things figured out and worked out and back up and running soon. Because, in my opinion, it was a great... Like, it's a great method of transportation. Like, it's really convenient, and it's really nice. So, my dad won't listen to this, so I don't have to uh, say any of the things that he wanted me to say. I I will say, um, as of yesterday, uh, all of the lines were running again. Now, that was in test mode, so there weren't any... Weren't any member... I don't say cast member. There weren't any bodies on there at the time. Um, But all three lines were running in test mode. As of yesterday, Um, so take that as you want. I know it was in test mode for probably nine, ten months before it did open to the public. So um, who knows when it could be open again. Sure. Oh, I guess one other thing. I said I wasn't going to say it, but I guess we'll say it anyway. The gondolas factually do not have air conditioning units. It is either... You are moving and you get some airflow, or you don't. Um, I was not in a gondola that got stuck or stopped or for stopped any period of time. For any, uh, yeah, we were stopped for like a maybe sixty seconds at one point. But the thing was, is we were still technically moving. We were never at a. We were never at a dead stop. stop. Correct. Okay, so I cannot speak to if it is uncomfortable or not. I cannot speak to if it is safe or not. I am factually telling you that there are no air conditioning units in the Skyliner system. Take that for what you want. You're welcome, Dad. There you go. Okay. Um, so we did that. We, we went to ESPN Club, watched some football, got some wings. Went to Ample Hills because I was right there. So just be irresponsible to not. And then we walked over to the boardwalk and uh, and got on the bus. Now, I will say the one downfall of this bus is that it stopped. One bus stopped at all three hotels. Now, I understand that this is like crisis mode and there's only so many things that you can do and so many buses you can allocate for it. It really wasn't bad. I was just really irritated at all of the idiots that were on the bus with us that were all... I want a free room. Oh, I want this. And I was like, okay, I'm just, maybe I probably need to go to bed now. So I'm just going to not engage with you. But, uh, so we got back to Art of Animation, which was the, oh no, we got off at Pop Century and walked across the the bridge because 
I just didn't feel like sitting anymore. And um, so we we walked all the way to the main building because our bags were still <laughs> at Bell Services, or so we thought. And then we got all the way to the front building, and they're like, hey, we put your bags in your room a little bit ago. So I was like, oh, fine. So we walked back to the Little Mermaid rooms. Um, we had not stayed at Art of Animation before, so this was a really good learning thing for us. Um, the first thing that I can say is the theming of this hotel is phenomenal. I mean, it, like, just all of the details and the huge... Are they statues? Yeah. The statues and the details and the colors and all that kind of stuff is super cool. Um, so the downfall that I saw in the Little Mermaid rooms is that they are the furthest buildings away from the main lobby. So we kind of walked like past them to the lobby and back. So that kind of stunk. Um, you it's are- also the furthest from the Skyliner station. Yeah, so we made like a huge triangle. So if you're expecting to stay in one of these rooms, which I believe the Little Mermaid rooms are the only rooms at Arn of Animation that are the single rooms. one room, right. two Everything bed. Everything else is a family suite. Um, so if you're expecting to stay in one of those rooms and still be close to the main building with the food court and the main pool and the Skyliner station, it's not going to happen. Nope. So... Don't try to get your hopes up thinking, oh, maybe there's a chance I'll get close to the main building. It's not going to happen. So we got back to the room and we went inside and our bags were there. So that was good. (laughs) And we got in the room with our magic bands after 11 o'clock, which was good. Um, So Little Mermaid rooms come standard with two double beds, which I personally am not an advocate of double beds, um, but... Some people can rock them, so more power to you. Um, the theming was really cute. It was Little Mermaid themed. Um, lots of stuff on the walls, on the shower curtains, all that kind of stuff. Um, I took a couple of pictures, and I'm going to post them up on my Facebook page in the next couple of days. Um, but, we I mean, we passed out. <laughs> I was going to say, we, we spent, I think, a total of about eight hours in this room, and seven and a half were sleeping. Right. So... It is a very good value if you wanted to stay on property and you're not planning on spending a lot of time in your room like we did. Um, So we still got to take advantage of all the on-property transportation, stuff like that, um, and knowing we weren't going to spend that much time in our room so we didn't need the, the deluxe hotel to, I wouldn't say move around or have more space or have all of the amenities. I mean, that's, yeah, that's the thing. We We each had a backpack. Right. And there were two of us. That's a really tight, I mean, if there are four of you with suitcases. That's different. That's a tight fit. I mean, that's, that's a different conversation, but literally like he wouldn't even let me bring a duffel bag. He's like, no, you have to bring your backpack and just put your one outfit in here. And I was like. This is miserable. And I I will say, I mean, I I don't want to steer people away from staying at a certain resort or you have to stay here. You you can't stay here. Um, I will say so. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll just say it. So our room at at the Little Mermaid room, I believe, was $217. $213. $213. With our annual pass. So we could have stayed at... I believe it was Riverside had a room for $289. 
If we were going to be staying for more than one night, I would have paid the extra $80 a night to stay at a moderate resort. Mm -hmm. I believe the difference between a value resort and a moderate resort is ginormous. I really do. I think it I think there's a lot more I wouldn't say theming, but there is a lot more theming. Um, I think you're gonna get a little bit bigger of a room. Do you get the bigger beds? You get you get queen size you get beds, queen size beds um, which is <laughs> worth it by itself. Um, and I think you're just gonna get a better atmosphere and a better overall stay. Um, so in my opinion for the jump in price which is minimal, you're going to get a jump in experience, which is a lot. Yeah. So that's that's my take. Um, some but people we got to cross that one off our list. Correct. Yeah. It was it was one of those things we were we originally were going to stay at at the Dolphin, um, which we also haven't stayed at before. But it's like, well, we can stay. I mean, the Dolphin Swan and Dolphin aren't truly. Um, they're Marriott. They're hotels. they're Mar- it's a Marriott hotel at a Disney resort. So. We wanted to stay truly at a Disney resort um, yeah. and cross this one off our list. Yeah. So then we woke up the next morning. Oh, we asked my parents for a ride to the hotel or to the airport. Right. Like, hey, so uh, tomorrow morning when you're leaving for the airport, just swing by and pick us up. Thanks. Um, so we did that and we got home Sunday at about noonish, oneish, and uh, slept for like another four hours because <laughs> we were still toast. But uh, it was, I mean, it was a really awesome, a really awesome 25 hours. Um, I'm really lucky to to be in a family that we think it's cool to, like, show up and be supportive of each other. So I was, I was really excited that we got to be there and we got to do that. And I would say that that is the most unstructured Disney trip I've ever taken in my whole life. We didn't go on a single ride. We did not ride one thing. Besides the Skyliner. Right. In a bus. And yeah, like we didn't ride an attraction, I guess. Um, yeah, we didn't make any reservations beforehand. We didn't make any fast passes. We just showed up and hung out. So that was fun. I liked it. Uh, I have no idea what we're going to talk about next episode. Haven't thought about it. We've been a little busy. So um, thank you for your patience with us as we took the month off because we were. Because life. Really, really busy. <laughs> so, yeah, didn't I didn't want to throw something at you that was just we had to throw it out there at you because we needed to talk about something. So, I don't know what we're going to talk about in the next episode, and I really can't guarantee that it's going to come out in two Wednesdays from now. So, we're going to do our best to keep up with it, but we want to make sure that we're throwing good quality stuff at you. So, if you have any suggestions, I guess shoot me a message, uh, Rachel at Small World smallworldbigfun.com um, or on Facebook Rachel Tilvis Small World Big Fun um, would love to hear about it maybe we'll do just like a fun informal thing because there isn't really a whole lot going on right now um, anything else? nope alright thanks for listening and have a great day bye guys For more information about booking your vacation, please send me an email at rachel at smallworldbigfun.com or sending me a message on my Facebook page, Rachel Tilvis, Small World Big Fun. Have a magical day!